Attention in the jungle. All lights, sound, and animation to begin immediately. Please stand clear. I, you know, I don't, uh, I don't, there's, I'm sure there's people out there that they, they go into Thanksgiving going like, it's a beautiful, beautiful holiday that celebrates the pilgrims and the Indians coming together for a, a, a lovely meal. Mm. Mm. I, I, I'm sure as a historian, you probably know the actual, did that even happen? It did. did uh, it? And all of those, um, all of those Puritans would have been dead without the Native Americans. Yeah. Actually, when they landed, they found Indian villages that had already been wiped out from disease from white settlers, white fishermen just coming along shore. Oh, really? And they found a couple Indian villages that were deserted, but they had jars full of grain. And they're like, oh, God has given us this great land and killed the enemy before us. Oh, just like in the Old Testament. They thought they were like the Jews coming into Israel, like the Old Testament. Like, this is... This is a sign. And I'm like, no, it's a sign that you're spreading a plague and the people are dead and you're eating their food. Uh, oh, but uh, Thanksgiving's the, it, never been that huge of a deal for me. And no. I think because I'm a, I'm a, I was a professor for so long, it just annoys the hell out of me. Well, did you come from a big family? No. Well, we, we were, I think like the shortest person in my family was like six foot. So we were pretty, <laughs> pretty big. No, I mean, God, the amount of people. That, uh, I hate myself so much for that joke. <laughs> no, not a big family. I think if you come from a big family, Thanksgiving is a more important thing. Yeah. To me, it's just, well, we had a, a larger than normal meal with my same amount of family. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I got married, we go to Deb's family. So she, you know, has a bigger family that liked each other. So we would hang out. Um, but like when I was living back East, I never flew out Yeah. for the people. Oh, you got to fly home for Thanksgiving. I'm like, why? Why? Right. It's a, it's basically a long weekend. Yeah. I will say this though. Love me some Thanksgiving food. I don't. You don't enjoy no, it? No. Don't like the, uh, although I, I will say Jess uh, has has nailed the art of uh, of smoking a turkey. Mm. Uh, she smokes it a, really? a long, long amount. It's nice. Okay. It's not dried out. Gravy, sold. I, I, I will say this, okay, and we'll probably agree, disagree. Uh, Favorite Thanksgiving food. If you have to pick a okay. food that okay. you like for Thanksgiving, Got what it. is it? Honey baked ham. Honey baked ham. Honey baked ham. Love it. Like honey baked ham as the ham or like the brand honey baked that ham? That brand honey baked ham. Oh, interesting. Tied with stuffing. Oh, here we go. I could eat stuffing all day long. Stovetop? Yes. In I'm oh. an American, so yes. <laughs> yes. Give me that dehydrated yes. whatever it is. Oh. Season the crap out of it. Yes. Yeah. I'm a big stovetop person, and I uh, we used to have stovetop prepared in the bird from yeah. its raw state. That's how you're supposed to do it. Apparently, it's highly dangerous now. Really? They, they say you, you shouldn't do that. Kids today. I know. Just try, risk it. Just, you know, you'll wheeze the rest of your life, but God, <laughs> such good stuffing. You'll have rickets by the time you're 60, but you'll be fine. <laughs> you know what? This may, uh, I'm going to expose my white trash roots. Okay. Uh, cause I've tried several years in a row. I think this year's the year I break my family's will. Me- meth pie. One step above <laughs> one year after 2023 meth pie. Okay. This year have it catered by Popeye's. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine that? That would be delicious. Uh, they do it. They do a whole, they do a whole Thanksgiving meal. And I went, let's do some Popeye's for Thanksgiving. Oh my and gosh. my family just looked at me cause we like Popeye's and they looked at me like I was just, why not? They got they got all the the beets that you want. Yep. Um, 
but I didn't never never had Popeyes till I moved to Washington D.C. Really, and I wanted fried chicken, and I'm like, oh, I'll try Popeyes, and I ate it one time, and I just remember sitting there in the little restaurant thinking, why did I ever eat KFC? <laughs> why this is true? Why didn't I spend my life eating this fried chicken? Popeyes is phenomenal. There's one down the street. There uh, is. This is making me want Popeyes. I know. I'm gonna have to get it tomorrow. It's openly. Oh my goodness. Um, their sweet tea is also amazing. I actually had Popeyes. This is this is really bad. I had Popeyes uh, for lunch on my birthday in New Orleans. That's. I don't know if I can abide by that. And we we went to some great restaurants in New Orleans. Every okay. place we went was like at night was fancy. We had the because New Orleans is an eating town. Oh, absolutely. You eat and drink your way through that wonderful, wonderful town. But for lunch, I'm like, I want Popeyes. I'm like, <laughs> all right, we'll take you to Popeyes. And it was everything you would hope a Louisiana Popeyes experience was. I was going to say, was it better? It was better. And then just the people inside. Yes. Were, uh, you, you get called every food name in the book. Sugar, come here, honey. What do you want? <laughs> you go, oh, I'm gonna, and they're like, Oh, we're going to bring you your food. Well, you just sit at a table. We're going to bring you your food. The, and it, they were so nice. The people in, uh, New Orleans, uh, especially I love, I love just listening to them. Yeah. How they talk. Yep. And the cadence of how yep. they talk yep. is phenomenal. And there's different accents. Yeah. In that, I am fascinated by that town. I love it so much. Not not the same uh, story in Disneyland's New Orleans Square. <laughs> no, just surly people making minimum surly wage. People, yeah. And uh, people waiting to get into Club 33. And yeah, I, I, an unrealistic lack of vomit. In Disneyland's yes. New Orleans Square. I only went through um, Bourbon Street. We only went through during the day. Okay. Uh, and I'm like, I don't think I want to walk through here at night. It's picture. A hellscape. Of <laughs> Basically. <vomit>. Picture <laughs> uh, the, uh, you know, the shining when the elevator doors open yeah. and there's blood, but vomit. Yeah. That's yeah. what happens. We took the trolley over to the, to like the fancy part of New Orleans, yeah, where all the cemeteries are and whatnot. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like an idiot, I sat there and hummed "Almost There" by from Princess and the Frog because <laughs> I just couldn't help it. I'm like, this is like Tiana. It's a fan I was, I'm like, <laughs> just I can picture you walking through that town and everywhere. You're like, I'm just like Tiana. I'm just like Tiana. <laughs> I was so excited. I looked for Doctor Facilier. All right, so so do you have a? Uh, I feel like I bogarted it with a little bit of a Thanksgiving food hole. Uh, what, what do you got? Yeah. Okay. I got something. Here's a good question for you. Yeah. Uh, is uh, working on skipper stories. This came up a lot. Uh, someone said he could tell my stories in skipper stories books. He goes, cause they all start out with, I was sure I was going to get fired. Okay. <laughs> so I, so, so many skippers have that moment where you think, well, yeah, yep. Cross the line. Here it goes. Mm-hmm. So what is a time at jungle cruise where you were sure you were going to get fired and didn't <sighs> several. Top to mind immediately. <laughs> I'm sure for you as well. Yeah. <laughs> you go first. Here's yeah. your, your thing. And let me just say, uh, Disneyland management screwed up by not firing me at that moment because I really had it. <laughs> I'd like to claim innocence, but I really had it coming. Um, I had a, a kid heckle on my boat, okay. a high school kid. And we we're at uh, Indiana Jones, like the that part of the Jungle Cruise. And he yells in the crowd, excuse my language, he yells out, show me your dick. To the women and I'm like, whoa. Oh and I stop him like, do it. And he was sitting right in front of me. I'm like, do not ever say stuff like that. And so I kind of chewed him out and he kind of calmed down. And then I go into the Indian elephant bathing pool and he just started yelling stuff again. And normally I had like a, they used to bring me in to train other 
trainees on how to deal with hecklers. Cause yeah. I, had, I had a three-step process on how to identify, are they just there to have fun and they got carried away? Cause you don't want to burn them if they're just, yeah, you know, so there's, there's steps you go through, but he just was yelling inappropriate things and I would get him to stop and I would hassle him and I would get the boat to kind of, I, okay, he wants attention. I'll give him negative attention. So I would get the boat to kind of laugh at him and that would, he would like collapse for a little bit. Yeah. So finally get, uh, by the backside of water and he just starts yelling obscenities and screaming things and just like being a jerk. And if we pulled to the dock, I just had it. And I said, look, I know your parents don't love you and that's why you act the way you act and dress the way you dress. But please don't take out your bad life on the rest of us. Get some there over the microphone. I said, get some therapy Call Dr. Phil. We are here for your betterment. Please stop torturing us with your nightmare existence. And then he looked at me and he started to cry. And I went on the microphone, you're crying. You're crying. I go, you sat there and were a jerk this entire ride. You ruined it for everybody. And now you're crying. Get off my boat. And I looked up. And at that moment, wow. I looked up. I kind of came out of it. And I saw people leaving my boat and their eyes were huge. And I'm like, huh. And I looked at the lead in the box and I'm like, I should say something to him. Like warn him, hey, this kid yeah. was a problem. But I thought I handled it. I handled it. Uh, I think that was a problem of me being a professor at the same time. I'm like you screw with the professor. I will ruin your life. Yeah. So he gets out and uh, I thought I handle it. I don't need to tell anybody I'm, I'm good. So I go on the next boat trip, have a great trip. And as I come around the corner, there's a manager standing there and I just went, damn it. <laughs> and he goes, I need to talk to you. And oh, I'm like, no. and we go upstairs on the little, the, the above the exit. Yeah. And he's like, this guy came into the city hall and he was crying and he said, you made him cry. And I'm like, he did this. And he goes, well, did you tell your lead? Did you tell anybody? I'm like, no, well, he's very, you know, we had to buy him dinner. I'm like, you bought him dinner. He should have been kicked out of the park, right? not bought dinner. And, uh, and I, for some reason I got really weird about it. I'm like, I don't want this nonsense going on my records. He's like, oh, we could pull your trainer status. We could do this or that and that. And that was my last summer working there. And I'm like, nope. And I reach in my wallet and I pull out my ID card. I said, here's the deal. If this goes on my record, you're walking me out right now. Walking out means they fire you or you're quitting. And I take my ID card and I flicked it at him. Oh, and I wow. said, walk me out. Cause I'd rather be fired right now than have to be penalized for putting up with nonsense like that. And the guy goes, no, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. And he hands it back to me. And I flicked it at him again. I said, no, if this goes on my record, I'm leaving. I'd rather quit than have this on my record. He's like, no, 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 no. He hands it back to me a second time. This is just between us, just between us, just between us. And in my head, I went, I can't believe I just got away with this. <laughs> I cannot believe I convinced him to not let me get in trouble. So uh, he said, just between us, you just don't. I said, I know, I, 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 I was out of control. I was bad. I should not have done that. But it never went on my record and I never chewed any bails out. That's crazy. And it's not in my Skipper Stories book. It's in more Skipper Stories because- I'm the bad guy in that story. So if you read the more Skipper stories version, I sound like an innocent. Well, I mean, uh, debatably because uh, the one thing you left out of that story is that that kid's name, Kanye West. It was, it was Kanye West. It was, so, it was a young Kanye West. Turned out to be a terrible human being terrible. too. Terrible. So. <laughs> uh, for me, uh, two things pop into mind. <laughs> One wasn't my fault, but uh, <laughs> I I assumed I was going to get fired because of what happened. Okay. So it was late at night. Uh, we're loading people in the boat, uh -huh. and um, 
it's late, so it's not a full boat. People are on the left side of the boat. Old, old, old man. In his 80s, early not He looks old. He's dead by now. Yeah. Oh, this probably killed him. <laughs> <laughs> so he's getting let on the boat. And you would know as, as well as I do, uh, if somebody isn't paying attention, they don't get on the boat. They go in between the boat. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just watching this old person kind of uh, get on the boat. And he just goes whoop, in were, between and, the boat. And you were at load. I was, I was, I was the, the captain, the skipper oh, of the boat. The sk- okay. So it wasn't your deal. And so I watched them and they grabbed this guy by the arms, but the boat is rocking and it rocks away from him. He slips in between the boat and then it rocks back and just crushes this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and so I have to like, I've it's like trying to think fast. I'm like, Oh my God. And so I tell everybody, get up get up, get over to the other side of the boat, get up. So it leans the boat yeah, away from yeah, him. Yeah. And I just assumed we were going to see like a pinched off corpse. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought I was going to get in trouble for that because, uh, you know, they blame you for everything there. Yeah. That, that's hundred percent. Not your fault. Okay. Well that, that makes me feel better. It's yeah. like therapy now. Yeah. Uh, there's that. And so I guess if the, the question is something you got caught for. Yeah. And you thought you were going to get fired. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So I guess, the one where I did the entire tour is the Mad Hatter. <laughs> really? For some reason, I, I thought it was fun because I was bored and it was like nine o'clock at night. You got to give us a, give, give everybody a little sample. So you, I basically, it was the exact same tour that you'd normally do. Cause your voice is perfect. But the entire it. time I, Oh yes. The mad, over here. Uh, you just do the, the jungle show like, uh, you know, uh, for some reason, I'm blanking on all the the Jungle Cruise jokes Just right now. Say the now. backside of water. Uh, Let's do that. It's the, the 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 fantastic, the marvelous, the stupendous, the backside of water. And then you do. I did that the entire time. And yeah, all right. If you're if you're sitting there for ten minutes, it's it a little grating after a while. Uh, this lady was livid by the time we pulled into the dock. I can only assume her entire family was murdered by Edwin. Uh, but she was pissed. And so she, she went up and yelled at the lead and said she was going to go to see Hall. And the lead was Benny uh-huh. at the time. Uh, and uh, they, they came up and said, oh, I'm yelling at you. I'm giving you yeah. a talking to. And yeah. He was very kind. Yeah. Uh, and taking the heat and making it look like I was getting a good stern talking to in front of that person. Right. And they, they dissipated and left. Uh, I really thought I was going to get in trouble for that one. <laughs> I watched Benny do that to somebody once. He's, he was fantastic. at was shaking his finger. Yeah. I want you to look very sad. I'm yelling very loudly. You need to look down like you're sad. Absolutely. And that, I'm, that I'm telling you what you did wrong. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm watching, I'm like, Oh, it took me a second to mm-hmm. catch on. I'm like, Oh, 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 okay. Okay. There was one that if we had gotten caught, uh-huh. it, does this count? Can I tell this? Sure. There was one, and I want to hear if you have any others. Uh, there was one where there was a night that me and Joey uh, were working unload, and the, the lead was this fantastic uh, person named Rita. Uh, and uh, she just let us do whatever we wanted. Uh, and 
that quickly turned into an escalating <laughs> game of what's the dumbest thing we can do, <laughs> which turned into get the tow ropes out of the boats from boat storage, uh-huh. link them together, uh-huh. swing them over the second story of the queue, uh-huh. latch it down and do Indiana Jones doc jokes where one of us is swinging <laughs> and we recreated the ball joke uh-huh. from Indiana Jones, the ball gag, uh, which sounds bad when I say it. Uh, and one of us is hanging from the queue nighttime boat comes up, get a light on down here. Spotlight hits you. <laughs> You're hanging. Wait a sec. Oh no. Back up, back up. And Joey is rolling a barrel. A, yeah. a full size, real barrel, a full yeah. size, real barrel at the boat. <laughs> and none of us until afterwards realized like, you can't stop those on a dime. What if, <laughs> what if this thing got out of hand? Uh, so yeah, if, if, if they had walked up at that point and seen me hanging off the queue and Joey rolling a full size barrel at a boat full of guests, (laughs) probably wouldn't ended well. Yeah. That is awesome. That was a fun one. Yeah. Uh, any, any other, uh, incidents that, uh, uh, no, I was out in the jungle constantly. Really? I used to take my lunch breaks out there half the time. Oh, fantastic. I would go above the backside of water. I would go by the gorilla. This is before they put in the little trails and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I would just go out by the Indy queue and just, I would hop up and just have, I have so many pictures of me just hanging out back there. Cause to me it was, I needed that quiet oh. and that, cause I'm a very loud extroverted person, but I had to kind of like use my break time to just kind of calm my brain yeah. and be alone in the world. And I thought there were some days I'm like, there were like 80,000 people here and it is like, everybody is elbow to elbow and I'm yeah. all alone in this huge jungle. And I remember um, a famous lead telling us, we, no one goes out there without me knowing about it. I'm like, dude, I'm out there every day. It's like, no, you're not. I, go, I was already out there today. And so I made him the bet that I could get out there. Uh, you know, where the gorilla and the crocodile are fighting. Yes. I go, I could be on that rock, pee off the top of it and be back before my break was even over. <laughs> and no one would even know. Wow. That was out there all the time. I mean, it must be quite peaceful out there. Super peaceful and calm and like kind of cool and quiet. And especially at night, yeah. no one could see you. And uh, uh, there was a, I caught a lead out there once and by the Velt. Okay. Who was like trying to listen in for people. And so I said, there's the, there's a zebra, there's a lion, there's a, there's a new right there. His name is Steve. Everyone say, hi, Steve. <laughs> hi, Steve. And you just see him just like shake his head and kind of go back down. <laughs> I'm like, we know where all the hiding places are. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to see you. That was so weird that they did that where they would just sneak around and like, oh, I'm going to catch them doing yeah. jokes they shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Just ask me, come on my boat. I'll do all the jokes I'm not supposed right? to do. <laughs> They knew. I don't know any of the other. I don't know the real ones. Yeah. When I was a trainer, I would sit there with the script. I'm like, man, this is awful. Like, I don't do any of these jokes. Oh, no, they're terrible jokes. Yeah. There's a reason we all came up with our own, and there's exactly. a reason we all got fired. There's a, no, none of us got fired. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I quit, technically. Yeah. I quit before I got fired. Ex- immediately before you got fired. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. Yeah. I beat him to the punch. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's the one I, I teased uh, last. Oh yeah. Last episode, if you remember. Um, and I asked my family, "Is this mean or funny?" And they went, "It's it's mean funny." I'm like, okay, good. Okay. That's that's all I care about. Is the term Disney legend now meaningless? Mm. Because I saw who they gave the award to. 
yeah. the awards like to Josh Gad. This poor, exactly who I was thinking of. Um, <laughs> nothing against him. No. He's a great performer. Uh, Absolutely. I've enjo- literally enjoyed him in everything I've seen him in. Even that show that got canceled called Comedians, him and Billy Crystal. Oh, okay. Loved it. He's, he's not, on a Avenue five phenomenal in it. He, he's not, I don't know what that is. It's a, it's a, it's really hit its stride. It's a, it's a show with the guy who plays house. Okay. It's got Josh Gad. It's got like a murderer's row of wow. comedians and they're on this spaceship that uh, has gone off course and it's stuck in space for eight years. And uh, so it just, it's on HBO. Oh, I got to watch that. Yeah, it's fantastic. Avenue five. The person who uh, made veep. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So if they don't know how to make a joke funny, they just put fuck at the end of it. And that makes it a joke. You know, surprisingly, uh, not uh, a decent amount of swearing, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had a friend. That's not my joke. A uh, buddy of mine is a professional comedian who goes, that's how Veep writes their jokes. <laughs> they just, well, it's not funny. We'll just put the effort at the end. And then it's a joke. There was a. And we, I haven't watched enough Veep to know if that's how they do it. It's, it's not too far off from the mark. <laughs> but it's really well made. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, so Disney legend. Here's my point. Yeah. That it started as a way to honor real Disney legends. Like the first group of people to get it were the nine old men. Yeah. Like Mark Davis, Ollie Johnson, Wright, All those guys, they deserved it. It was like, um, Ken Anderson got it. Julie Andrews got mm-hmm. it. A young man by the name of Dick Van Dyke got it. And all through like the nineties, it was pretty and in the early two thousands. It was, it was pretty good. And I mean, it, these are people that, that had a, a key hand in in constructing Disney as we know it. Yeah, right. Like Buddy Hackett and and uh, just and Tim Conway and Alice Davis and Raleigh Crump, the guy that made the Tiki Room, right? All the yeah. gods outside. That was two thousand four. Was Tim Conway Birdman? Condor Man. No. Condor Man. Condor Man. No, he was in the Apple Dumpling Gang. Movies. Oh, that's right. That's right. But after a while it just started to get like, okay, where was it? Where it starts to go downhill. Well, 2008, uh, cause you got Roy E. Disney. Okay. If he's not a legend, who isn't right? Frank Gifford, because he did Monday night football. Okay. Sure. Sure. And then, uh, where was the other one? You're like, what? Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters. How the hell is she a Disney? I don't. Estelle Getty from the oh, golden, golden girls. girls. When did she get it? Betty white. Uh, 2009 was Estelle Getty still alive in 2009. She was. And so they just started giving it like they gave, Oh, here's a great, here's a great 2013. They gave it to Dick Clark. I have no idea his relationship to Disney. Uh, Steve jobs. They only gave it to Steve jobs because they bought Pixar. So they gave him credit. So they start handing it out to just anybody who did anything. Uh, I would agree. I would agree with the design. They they really need to revamp it or just let it go. Do they give everybody a, a window on Main Street still if you're a Disney legend? I don't legend? think so. No. You'd run out of windows at this point. Yeah. I can tell you a fun story about my interaction with the Disney legend. Yes. I, I've interviewed a few Disney legends for my Jungle Cruise books. Uh, and one of them was going to write the introduction to my book, so to the Jungle Cruise history book. Oh. It's not available. I'm working on a second edition. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> was it Josh Gad? It was. No, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> did you hear that his speech? He got turned down to be a skipper at the Jungle Cruise. Josh Gad did. At, 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 uh, in Florida. Oh. What jackass looked at Josh Gad and went, yeah, you're not the right type right? of person to be a skipper. He would have crushed it. He would have killed it. Yeah. He would have been amazing. Uh, yeah. But there's days where they're only hiring janitors and that's it. Oh. I found out like they get a list. You got to find 30 janitors today. Okay. I want to be a skipper janitor. <laughs> I want to make cupcakes. Good janitor. 
And that's, that's crazy. That's their get, and it doesn't always matter what you want to do. It's what they have in front of them that day. So where was I going with that? Uh, the intro to your book. Oh yeah. So, uh, should I name this legend? Great guy. Great guy. Yeah. I have nothing but love for him. Oh, uh, I, I guess it's, if it's, if it's, if you're not disparaging, I am not, no, I'm not at all. Uh, but, uh, Sully Sullivan. Oh, he landed he, the plane in the Hudson. Uh, different one, different <laughs> one. Basically, if your last name is Sullivan, you're getting called Sully. Okay. That's just, he was hired like, the day after Disneyland opened and he got a job as a ticket taker yeah. at, in Adventureland. And then they made him work at the jungle cruise like oh. in his first week. So he was there at the very beginning. And uh, the only jungle cruise skipper who started at the jungle cruise is his original job to have a window on main street. Really? So, yeah. And I got to interview him. Great guy, super nice. And he was going to do the introduction to my book. And so he read it and my publisher calls me and goes, Oh, he's got a problem with your book and he wants to talk to you about it. So I'm like, okay, so he calls me and, and I'm like, what's, what's going on? He's like, yeah, you got to change this book. I don't like what you wrote about the strike, the Disneyland oh, strike yeah, of 84. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what's wrong about it? Well, I don't like it. I'm like, well, what, what, what's and it, w- the funny thing was there was only one part of this book. I was terrified to write. So I kind of over-researched it. It was the strike of 1984. Oh, okay. Like I went out of my way to find people that didn't go on the strike to get their perspective. And I found articles. I did all this research. So I'm like, wow, you walked into the one spot that I, I know dead to rights. I got this yeah. pretty well accurate. What's your, well, those guys are just angry. I'm like, well, yeah, they're angry. Yeah. They're, they're, yes. Well, that shouldn't be in the book. I'm like, well, no, it should. They, Disney wasn't treating them right. So they went on strike. He's like, well, no, I came out from Florida and I, I worked jungle cruise while they were doing that. I'm like, oh, you were a scab and a strike breaker is what you were. I didn't say that to him, but I just kept it in my mind. I'm like, you really is? Oh yeah. They flew us out and we were running the attractions because those guys didn't want to work. I'm like, yeah, you were a manager and they used you to be a strike breaker yeah. and a scab. They flew them out, flew them out from Florida, a bunch of managers wow. to run attractions. Uh, I put, so I added that to the book, but he wouldn't do it unless I took out the story of the strike. You can't mention the strike at all. I'm like, I have to, it's part of the story. Well, if that's in there, I can't write the introduction. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. It, it, it has to go in and there's nothing in there. Like, if you can tell me something that, that's factually inaccurate, I will take it out. He's like, no, I just don't, you shouldn't put that story in the whole, whole event shouldn't be in there. So my publisher calls me back. He's like, yeah, don't worry about it. He goes, I've never sold more books because of who wrote the introduction. It's true. He's like, don't worry about it. I'm like, okay. So I just faked it. I just said <laughs> written by Sully Sully. <laughs> but he's a great guy. Very, very nice. Uh, and he's just very protective of the company and didn't agree with all those young people going on strike for, well, yeah, because they flew the rights, the, flying them out to work the Jungle Cruise. That's how the plane got at, at Walt Disney World. That's the one he landed in the Jungle Cruise that's River. Right? They just all the people on strike were throwing rocks. One hit the engine. <laughs> he oh. crash landed it in the Jungle Cruise. Landed that in the rivers of America. Exactly, and there it is today. Goddamn hero! <laughs> <laughs> because this is the uh, essentially Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, uh, I do feel it would be uh, I would be remiss if I did not tried to discuss at least the Macy's Thanksgiving day parade. Yeah. What are your thoughts and feelings? Do you ever watch it? Have you ever watched it? I have watched it. Now it's just a, a endless commercial for whatever show is on next. Like they'll oh. stop the parade and they'll do like a Broadway show. Yeah. And uh, everyone's always lip syncing. No, it's terrible now. Yeah. It's it. Yeah. They, I like the balloons when it was just chaos. That's what I want. Really? That's what I want. 
Uh, that's what I miss. <laughs> chaos balloons. Chaos balloons. Hashtag chaos balloons. That's right. <laughs> Every show gets a hashtag. That's this. That's hashtag. the one. Chaos balloons. Uh, I I desperately miss uh, the element of danger that used to occur in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. <laughs> uh, it, it was it was as though because you see the the old ones where they have the scary looking giant balloons. Yeah, and it, they would just kill dozens of people. Every parade, every parade, uh, and then for some reason, we never got smarter about that <laughs> for decades. Up until the late nineties, they were doing it the same way, essentially. Where yeah. they're like, "Well, geez, I don't know how. How do we fix this? How do we not have this giant helium balloon with tiny humans on strings not whip these humans around?" And they right? finally figured it out. Don't do it. <laughs> maybe we just don't do it we just don't uh but i do miss i do miss the days of the good old uh balloons right. getting a hole ripped in the side of them and just taking out a whole swath of onlookers it's got a little bit of danger and chaos it makes life more exciting i do miss that I, I think i did and i don't know if we mentioned this on the show or where because it all is a blur at this point i think i did come up with a good idea of having stunt performers carry the balloons so that way they could get whipped Ooh, around. Yeah. And it'd be fine. That'd be awesome. Right? And then stunt workers get work. Right? Who, that, you know, that, that's a win-win. I think so. I think Macy was a genius. What are you going to do? I have a parade. What's it called? Macy's Parade. Where does, <laughs> where does it go? Through New York. Where does it stop? Right in front of my store. That's right. And everybody's like, sure. Whatever. There's no Target Parade. Uh, was he like the one of the richest people in New York? I have no idea. How did they let him get he away with have, this? He must have been super rich. Like right? Macy's must have been the store to say, I'm doing a parade. Here's the most crowded city in the world. I'm going to hold a parade. Shut the city down. Shut the city down. I'm holding a parade that ends at my store. <laughs> what about Gimbals and Sears? They can go to hell. It's stopping. F.A.O. <laughs> <laughs> Schwartz can burn in hell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's stopping in right in front of. So when they stop now and do the little show bits, it's right in front of the Macy's store. I'm like, they could free advertising for like a hundred years. That is genius. Right. It's, it's so ingrained at this point that I don't right. even think people register as like, Oh, Macy's the department store. Yeah. It's just Macy's day Macy's parade. parade. Yeah. And, it, and we don't even call it the Thanksgiving's it's Macy's day parade. Macy's day parade. Yeah. Like Rose Bowl's like, man, we should have been like, Fat burger, Rose Bowl bread, <laughs> tournament of roses. Yeah, I I just don't get and and like maybe he knew, maybe he knew that I I I gotta get some butts in the seats. I gotta make this parade a show. What's what's a bigger show than incredibly dangerous, highly flammable balloons? Yeah, because I'm sure they were at that point. Just a bunch of Hindenburgs right. going down the street. Oh God, yeah. At that point. Oh, I didn't even think about that. It just dawned on me right now. That could have been even better. Right. Just one just goes boosh. <laughs> oh, the humanity. That's what. Look actually, at the savings right now at Macy's. <laughs> People don't realize uh, uh, Macy was on top of the department store with a rifle <laughs> for the first couple of he parades. Took out, he took out the Hindenburg. And a bottle of scotch. Makes sense. He'd take shots at the balloons. And then I realized that the, the parade ends with Santa going into Macy's. It's mm-hmm. like it was his way to promote. The Christmas come season come. Wow. Man, what, what, a, a, what kind of marketing ideas last that long? That's pretty genius. Well, you know, what's weird is when you start to realize a lot of our traditions, they just are marketing ideas that lasted so long yeah. that anybody that originally realized, oh, yeah, that's that's just some stupid marketing thing. Yeah. They're all dead. So we just go, oh, well, 
you have to have a diamond. You have to have a diamond for your engagement ring. But that right. was a marketing campaign. Yeah. Those were junk stones before then. And right. then they assigned worth to it. And Halloween uh, was a, was originally, uh, I, I want to say, and I'm probably butchering this. At our, at our house, it's the day we, we begin our worship of Satan. <laughs> Is that not what most I mean, families do? You stuff a goat. We you do. kill a goat, you stuff it with you candy. Stuff, you stuff it with candy, and yeah. then you have kids beat it with sticks, and then it bursts open. That's yeah. That's where the piñatas came from. <laughs> that's just... As a historian. As a historian, I can tell you. Real goats <laughs> filled with candy. Hollowed out and filled with candy. <laughs> That'd be the worst thing ever. And I'd still think, well, if it's wrapped, I'd still eat that candy. Uh, well, maybe that's how we should handle uh, Halloween yes. uh, next year, is if you really want that candy, kids... Hit this goat. Hit this real dead goat. Hit the candy goat. <laughs> Hit the candy goat. And it will come to you, yeah. <laughs> Yell hail Satan. Hit the candy goat. And you'll get that Tootsie Roll. <laughs> Do this incantation from the exorcist. And then you can have extra candy. <laughs> oh, God. I, I think out of all the things we've ever said, that's the one that's going to get, we're going to get gonna, messages about yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to be up for a job. And they're like, did you once say, and I was like, yeah, probably. What? Yeah. So we ended on, we ended on uh, beating a satanic goat. Yes. Which is wow. really the Lord's work. It really is. It really is. You know, praise God. And God bless those Satanists. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you end it. <laughs> Hashtag God bless those Satanists. Hashtag God bless those Satanists. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Play this for your family after after dinner, Thanksgiving dinner. Right. Everybody gather around. <laughs> you want to hear this podcast? <laughs> this is uh, I, I want to see that Rockwell painting. <laughs> <laughs> it goes baby ducks. It goes Satanism. And it's just it's it's a, it's a wild ride. We really uh, we'll do better next year. We really failed at our Thanksgiving episode. We this did. Year. We did. It could have right, been a nice year, warm feeling. Next year's twenty twenty three will be great. That's right. We will be. It'll be funny, but warm and fuzzy. We'll, we'll do better funny. on Christmas. We will. Yeah. We'll nail Christmas. Yes. Absolutely. Christmas. Because uh, next episode, we will talk about the Jingle Cruise. What do you say? I think that's a capital idea. That's the teaser. Yes. Jingle Cruise. Okay. Yeah. Attention in the jungle. All lights, sound, and animation to be shut off immediately. Please stand clear. <laughs> <laughs>